We call on all people in South Africa of all ages and races above the age of 16 to join the EFF in their numbers because it is the only weapon for true liberation. EFF branches will be convening their branch, general and people's assemblies starting from June 2022 in preparations of the provincial people's assemblies which are scheduled to take, take place before the end of 2022. We call on all members of the EFF to exercise maximum discipline in all assemblies because the people of South Africa do not and will not respect an organization that are defined by infightings. The CCT commenced the work of the organization in Watre Pokwane and Wat 5 Mafikeng, where an absolute majority of voters voted for EFF councillors. The EFF will continue to win what in all provinces because our people have faith in the organization. The CCT commenced the work of the EFF Student Command, which is currently the dependable force of students in all South Africa's universities, University of Technology and Tibet Colleges. The EFF SC will be holding its third National Student Assembly in June to elect new leadership and also determine the program of action for students. The CCT observes that under the current government, the conditions of the people of South Africa are getting worse with rising levels of unemployment and poverty. While our people are getting poorer, the current government has surrendered all power to the white capitalist establishment. Government has already declared that it is not its responsibility to create jobs, but responsibility of white capitalist establishment. In the middle of job losses and rising poverty levels, the prices of necessities are rising, and this includes the prices of fuel and food. Rising fuel and food prices worsen the living condition of our people, and the current government has no willingness and capacity to combat rising prices that worsen the living condition of our people. The current South African government had already stated, started the dangerous and evidently the unsustainable path of privatizing state-owned companies. We condemn and oppose the disposal of South African airways because its disposal is not justifiable and corrupt. This is absolute, there is no, there is absolutely no rationality on selling off an airline for 51 rand to people who are linked and controlled by the white capitalist establishment. We'll do everything in our power to reverse the sale of SAA because it is evident that the state-owned companies will first be made not to function well and thereafter give given for free to the white capitalist establishment. The problems of ESCOM and DINEL are part of the current government intention and method of incapacitating state-owned companies so that they can be later handed over to the private sector and friends of the current leadership. The current load shedding and crisis in ESCOM are purposefully created to justify the subsequent disposal of ESCOM to the greedy white capitalist class. South Africa's energy policy and direction are being directed both domestic and global capitalist uh, interests. This is demonstrated by the current announcement and policy statements by Western powers on the form and transition from fuel, fossil fuel to renewable energy South Africa must adopt. What is evident now is that there is no believable plan for a just transition that will secure the work and well-being of communities and workers that depend on the coal for their livelihoods. The activities of the Workers' Day this year have demonstrated that the workers in South Africa do not have any form of organized protection. The workers' rejection of Ramaphosa and ANC must be commended and must be repeated everywhere because the ANC has sold out the workers. 
the unions that are affiliated to the ruling party are led by careerists and aspirant business people who are controlled by factions in the ruling party and different uh, fractions of the capitalist class. As a movement whose primary interest is the liberation of the working class and the poor people, we are willing, we are, we are willing not to stand by and watch when the workers are left defenseless because current union leaders are, on, are in bed with the ruling party and capitalists. How do you justify that there is no strong union in the food and agricultural sector despite the super exploitation of farm workers? Many sectors of labor, including in the public service, remain defenseless because there are no unions or the so-called unions are controlled by the ruling class. We as the EFF will do everything possible to ensure that workers are better organized and defended by unions that are not in the pockets of capitalists and government. In the immediate, the EFF labor desk will continue to represent workers in different provinces and regions. Workers who are defenseless must continuously contact the EFF labor desk when they are confronted with difficulties. Workers are at the core of development and humanity, and we carry an obligation as the EFF to defend them with everything in our power. We will not stand by and do nothing when the workers are being super-exploited and harassed by a greedy capitalist system. The EFF has observed the continued deterioration of conditions in the continent with no verifiable governmental unit existing to, for collaboration towards African unity and independence from colonizers. Rwanda has gone on a dark and regrettable path of engaging in slave trade with the United Kingdom by accepting money in exchange for accommodating immigrants and refugees who reside in the UK. The EFF reiterates its position that President Paul Kagame must immediately desist from trading flesh for money to alleviate the immigration issues faced by ultimate colonizers whose theft and war crimes has led to the poverty in Africa and the Third World. We have observed closely that disunity of the continent is being sown by the former liberation movements. This is done through blaming other Africans for social, political, and economic ills of our respective societies. The truth remains that it is incapacity of regimes which promise liberation to provide adequate health care, employment, and eradicate poverty which sustains our collective suffering. It is because of the commitment to corruption and war by those tasked with protecting Africans that we see Africans dwindling into recolonization. As such, our people are directed to fight one another instead of fighting those who stole the land, who have monopolized our wealth, and continue to underdevelop us through debt. Today, our continent is suffering from dependency on loans from institutions such as International Monetary Fund and the World Bank. These institutions undermine our sovereignty and make African nations compete for the favor of imperialists. They do this by imposing conditionalities that undermine our collective capacity to conduct internal trade and build unified African economy free of borders. The EFF will continue to wage a principal war against imperialist forces, particularly those who undermine our economic, military and political sovereignty, such as France, and we demand the immediate exit of France from African affairs. The EFF will intensify its support for the struggle towards the liberation of the people of Swaziland. We call on all progressive 
and like-minded democratic forces in Swaziland to unite the demand for democracy and abolition of absolute monarchy in Swaziland. We will continue to unapologetically and fully support all efforts for the democratization of Swaziland. We commend the Russian Federation as government anti-imperialist program against war alliance of NATO. We are unapologetic about our support for the Russian Federation anti-imperialist war because all the wars that have happened since the end of the USSR have been imperialist wars to further the interest of Western imperialism. We as the EFF are opposed to imperialism. That is why we condemn the presence of African military base American military base in Botswana and oppose the intended establishment of any military base in Zambia. We condemn the Namibian government's arrest of EFF members of parliament and EFF activists who are militantly fighting against the corrupt government of SWAPO. We demand the release of all those who were arrested and caution the Namibian government that will not allow the harassment of EFF leaders anywhere in the African continent. I thank you. Now I will take questions. Let's go. One. <laughs> Any end? Yes, sir. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, just a question here, Mr. Malema. On the issue of the Takatsu Consortium, what are the practical examples and practical steps the EFF is going to take in order to reverse the deal that uh, Takatsu Consortium had in clinching SAA? And lastly, on the issue particularly retaining pertaining to the Chief Justice Raymond Zondo. ANC-NEC member Tony Yengen has written to the JSC complaining about the conduct of the Chief Justice, particularly pertaining to the state capture report, the final leg of it and the final part, which speaks to how the President of the ANC saved the country when he was elected in Nasrek. Thank you. What's your comment on that? We are fully behind uh, Mr. Tony Yengeni. We think uh, Chief Justice Zondo is too forward and has got no limit. And uh, we think that he thinks that judges are untouchable. That's why he has given himself a responsibility to enter even the political terrain. What do judges have to do or say with regard to the outcomes of political conferences of political parties? Judges must know the limit, and Zondo has got no limit. For some reason, I personally think that Zondo wished to be a TV presenter during the time of Swimunye, we are one. You remember we used to have presenters who used to introduce programs. I think he thinks he was supposed to be something like that because he never misses an opportunity to go on TV. We know judges to be speaking through judgments and not to be looking forward to TV interviews. When you get out of court and you speak as a judge, you must know you are no longer my lord. You are just a human being. You are my lord when you are in the court and sitting up there and wearing the ropes. When you get out, we are going to engage you like any other person. And therefore, Zondo, when he goes to SABCs for interviews and he speaks about politics, he must know he will be engaged like any other person because that's what he has invited uh, to himself. Judges are respected for their judgments not for their political views, not for their political activity. And Zondo is a factionalist that support Ramaphosa's second term. That's why he saw it necessary for him 
to put that Ramaphosa's election in the ANC rescued us from where we were because he's effectively saying if you don't elect Ramaphosa in this December, we are going to be in trouble. So we support Tony Engeni fully. Uh, the conduct committee of the JSC must make sure that uh, uh, Zondo is disciplined the same way they did uh, with the Chief Justice when he descended into the terrain of politics it will not be for the first time and therefore Tony Engeni uh, must be commended for being brave and taking such a bold step against a celebrity wannabe Chief Justice on the SAA we have referred the matter to our lawyers because we believe strongly that we should take this matter to court and make sure that this deal is reversed by our courts. There is no um, airline that can be sold for 51 rand, not even a single plane or even a single part of a plane is 51 rand. So you can imagine the whole airline being sold for 51 rand. We are being taken for a ride and we are being undermined. And uh, what is concerning is the response of the media of South Africa. There is no uh, declared crisis uh, with that transaction. Because even those who are challenging it, they get mentioned there and there and it's done. There is no uh, crisis out there uh, that media is, has declared that the property of South Africa is being sold to the politically uh, connected. The same thing Dinelle is going through is going to be sold for 21 rand. ESCOM will be sold for one rand. And the uh, state's assets are being sold to the friends, and we can't sit back and allow that nonsense. Next. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, I think you've, spoke, you've touched on a lot of issues that I wanted to ask on. Pelan Pahadi from Newsroom Africa. Um, on the issue around uh, Limpopo, are you, help, are, are you happy uh, since the, the disbandment of the committees? Are you beginning to see the restructuring of the branches? I do know that your PPA is maybe, that PPA may be scheduled for later on the year, but are you currently happy with that? And even on the million, uh, are you marching uh, quite well to watch, towards that particular one million, or do you think you might have challenges? Well, uh, it was supposed to be in the statement, the issue of Limpopo, that we are very happy uh, with the work that is being done by our team that was sent to Limpopo. We are seeing them working the ground up, and uh, they are not in a hurry, and we've made that repetition to, uh, yesterday in the uh, Central Command team, that Limpopo's team should not rush the province into uh, People's Assembly. It must make sure that there is quality branches with quality membership that joined and paid on its own and no one should pay uh, for the membership. So we are cruising nicely uh, in Limpopo and uh, the one million membership nationally we are now sitting at more than 600,000 and uh, we are confident that we are about to hit the target even before December. Next. Yes, ma'am. of the details that are emerging there, just a, a sentiment as the party, and are you happy with the investigation so far? 
Well, we are involved in the investigation. We have employed uh, private investigators. A uh, majority of the people who are arrested were arrested through our intervention, the latest being somewhere in Whitbank. Uh, it was us who said to the police, here is the person who was looking for the account of FNB so that they can transfer 500,000 into that account. You wanted someone with an account of, of FNB for 500,000 to be transferred so that he can cash it and then perhaps disappear or something of that sort. That was brought to our um, private investigation unit and we're able to identify the culprit, the fourth uh, suspect and we alerted the police and we arrested uh, the suspect. Um, it, it looked like uh, something that had to do with the ritual. And therefore, I will not be personally shocked when there is Muti involved and all manner of things, because the way they were stepping her body and her breast and all manner of things, it was now going beyond the issues of uh, uh, just murder and rape. Uh, it had to do with something that uh, people are obsessed with and uh, uh, we are hoping to get the truth and the only thing that will satisfy us is if these people are all arrested because the only missing puzzle in the whole thing is how she got captured. We know that when she arrived at the lodge, uh, what happened and all manner of things, but from the shops to how she got captured and how she arrived at the lodge and who captured her that detail is still missing, and that's what we uh, are on top of. Uh, the police are doing everything in their power, uh, working with us to make sure that uh, we bring this matter to its finality. We need, uh, we need the quickest, uh, like the one of uh, Tsehofaz. The reason why we are here with the Tsehofaz one is because it was quick, and we were able to find justice when the matter was still fresh. We don't want justice delayed. Because even if they were to be found guilty and sentenced for a lifetime after five years, it will not feel the same. We want it to be done now.